This is me, Chris Gilmore, episode 2012. We're really banging them out now. And um, like I said on previous podcasts, I've, um, during, during isolation and um, you know these restrictions, I've been watching so much more uh, YouTube and doing a lot more research and, and really trying to get that jump on for when things get good again. How can we improve our business and, and take our business you know, into, into the future and be better off from, you know, all of these learnings. And, you know, one thing that I'm really big on and I've actually got in our business is I've got this um, technology platform, which is called Perkbox. And it asks my staff every week, uh, five random questions, and then they are allowed to leave feedback and it's all anonymous. So I get really good feedback about the company, what we're doing right, what we're not doing so right, where do they see themselves within the company and do they bring value? And, and really, it's it's opened a lot of doors and it's allowed us to see you know, what we think is a great company to work at, um, you know, that there is some people that are not always happy. And so today's podcast is how to make people happy at work. And I've been doing some research on this and I always research on this being the owner and, you know, of All Properties Group, I try and make sure that our employees are as happy as possible. So let's get stuck in it. Now, uh, there's 7 billion, 8 billion people in the world. Now, there's about 3 billion of these people in that actually have jobs that work in the world and about 40% of them say that they are actually happy at work. So what that really breaks that down to, that means that there is about 1.8 to almost 2 billion people that are not happy at work. And that's really alarming and it really surprised me when I saw that statistic. So what does that do both for to the people and to the companies that they work in? Well, let's let's talk about money. So companies that have a lot of happy employees have three times the revenue growth compared to companies where that's not true. Now, they outperform the stock market by a factor of three from our research. And if you look at the employee turnover, it's half of that of companies that have a lot of unhappy employees. So the miracle thing is, you don't have to spend a lot of money to make this happen. It's not about ping pong tables, massages each week or you know um, them picking up your pets and walking them and whatever all of the perks are that we see that Facebook and Google and all of these big organizations have it's not about the perks it's all about how they're treated by their leaders and by the people that they actually work with so I'd like to share some ideas that create happy employees idea number one in companies where employees are happy what you'll find are two things are present trust and respect Now, leaders often say, we trust our employees, we empower our employees, and when an employee needs a laptop, okay, say, you know, and this is a true example, say 15 people have to, you know, approve that laptop. So the employee, you know, all the words are right, but 15 levels of approval through the hierarchy of that company for a $1,500 laptop, you've actually spent more money than the laptop just to get the approval. So, and the employee feels that, you know, they're not really being trusted. So what you can do as an organization is, you know, do you have a high level of trust? The first organization that comes to mind uh, for us is Four Seasons. Now they have a magnificent properties and hotels all around the world and their employees are told, and I think this is a really great thing if you look up Four Seasons, do whatever you think is right when servicing the customer. And that's what you need to remember. To handle, uh, you know, to, to hand that trust over to your employees and to do whatever they think is right makes the employees feel great. And this is why they're actually known for delivering some of the best service in the world in the hotel chain. Now, number two, idea number two is fairness. The thing that erodes trust in an organization is 
or a company is faster than anything else is when the employees feel that they are being treated unfairly. Now, employees want to be treated with the same regardless of their rank or their age or their race or their experience um, or their job category compared to any, anybody else. And when I think about really good companies where they get fairness right, um, Salesforce, I think, is one of those companies that uh, first comes to mind. Now, idea number three is listening. So to be a listener who connects with all types of people, we have to unlearn a few things. We've all been taught about active listening and eye contact and an intense stare and a compassionate look. That's not listening, guys. Repeating what the person says, that's not listening. Now, being humble and always hunting and searching for the best idea possible, that is listening. And employees can feel whether you're doing that or not. They want to know when they talk to you and share an idea, did you consider it when you made a decision? The one thing that everybody appreciates and wants when they're speaking is to know that what they say matters so much that you actually may change your mind. Otherwise, what's the point of the conversation? Now, we all know the things that we need to change, uh, the things that we need to do differently, the way you behave, the way you treat others, the way you respond, the way you support, defines the work experience for everybody around you, changing to be a better person. The world is littered with those failures. But changing because there's something that you believe in, some purpose that you have, where you're willing to risk almost everything because it's important to you, that's the reason to change. If it's not, you should probably just go and find a different place to work. And that is, you know, and that's just in a, that's, this is a really quick podcast. And I just wanted to, you know, it's, it's so important to me. I believe that I have a, a fantastic company. And when I got some of the feedback, you know, they were, you know, at the moment, like a lot of our feedback that I'm getting each week is job security. So, you know, each time I speak to the staff, you know, I'm like, oh, we'll see you tomorrow. You know, don't worry. We're going to get through this. We've applied for this. You know, we're going to be here. We're going to stand by you as much as we possibly can. Yes, we have had to let people go. But the ones that are still here, you know, we're, we're still seeing that stress and anxiety in their face and in their body language that they are scared. They are worried. We all are, you know. So how is it my job as a leader, as a boss to to be compassionate and, um, you know, to, to make them understand that, you know, we're, we're here to help and to support them. So, you know, it's just one thing that I brought into our business. It's probably been in our business about two or three months now, and it's called Perkbox. And I absolutely love it. It gives me a really good insight into the business of who they like, who they don't like, where we can change, what can we do better? What are they loving about working here, coming here every day and putting a smile on their face and being the best person that they possibly can? You know, so it's, um, you know, don't be scared to ask for feedback because if you are a leader or you're a boss or a sales manager, how can you get these employees to trust you and to give everything that they've got, you know, while they're at work? So thanks for tuning in. That is episode, what did I start? Was it 2012? Yeah, 2012, I think it is, whatever number it is. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. How to make people happy at work. That was Chris Gilmore. This is me.